Welcome to the Classroom Brew Podcast. This week, as well as the next two weeks, I'm very excited because I'm going to try something a little bit different. We have a few shorter episodes coming up over the next two or three weeks, but they're featuring a very different type of guest, students. So I had a bunch of seniors, three to be exact, that already finished their finals the week before the rest of the school was doing their finals. And on their very last day, they had sort of a picnic outside, I guess you could say. And so during that time, I was kind of pulling a few seniors asking them, hey, would you like to sign this little uh, release so I can talk to you? Because they are 18, because they are seniors. So I pulled these seniors aside, asked them to sign a waiver because they are 18, and asked them a few questions. I didn't want to spend too much time, and there was some stuff that I did cut out because we were just kind of chatting before and after the recording. But what you're about to hear in this first episode for Let's Hear From Our Students is Jerry. Without giving too much away, you're going to hear a bunch of things in terms of how humble Jerry can be, things like senioritis, uh, and a bunch of other stuff that I'll let him speak for himself. If you haven't already, check out hashtag TeacherPods. Additionally, if you want to contact us at classroombrew at gmail.com or facebook.com slash classroombrew, we also have the same social media tag at classroombrew. I do want to warn you, we were kind of trying to be a little bit quieter because finals were going on, as well as the fact that this is a very echoey room. So you're going to hear a little bit of background noise. The quality might not be as good as it is right now, but I try to do my best in terms of post-production editing to make it sound pretty close to what you guys are used to hearing on my show. But again, without any further ado, here is Jerry in the first of three interviews with students. Alrighty, testing one, two, three. So Jerry, you're about to graduate within, what, two days now? Yep, pretty That's much. Pretty exciting, right? Yes, sir. Nice. What comes after high school? Uh, for me, I'm just hoping to just go straight into college. Okay. But um, I may just take my entire summer and just go on a way to do whatever I want. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to, like, travel or? Uh, probably. I'll probably end up just going to, like, Texas or something, but. Are you from Texas? My family. I have okay. a few family members that live over there. Okay. I did know that, actually. I didn't know that. Yep. So you've had me as a teacher for now an entire year, right? Yes, sir. And you had uh, Mr. W previously, who I went to grad school with, which is kind of fun. Yes, sir. Um, he actually was just in town recently, but we weren't able to meet up. But uh, if you want, you can say hi to him. He probably listens. Oh, what's up, Mr. W? <laughs> I haven't seen you in a while. <laughs> you've been a student in our district for uh, just one year, or how long have you been in this district? Um, in this district, I've been here for, i say four years, probably. Four years total? Okay. That's right, because you were at a charter, but it's still technically in this district, right? Yes, sir. Okay. So if you had to think of like any profound moments or like your big like takeaways from being in our district, like what would you, if someone was like, hey, what's it like in your district, what would you say? Well, for me, I mean, I can hit it with when I went to my thing was I wasn't big on talking to people. And then I met a couple of teachers, you know, Mr. W and um, Mr. And those are the teachers I love to be around, mm. but they were cool to talk to. Then I got here and I met you and Thanks, uh, and they were cool to talk to. So it's like, okay, now I have teachers to talk to. I don't, I'm not good with people. I don't like, hmm. I don't have many friends. I never would have guessed that. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't have any friends. You're one of my, you're pretty popular on the school though. I know a lot of, a lot of students that are like, oh, I love Jerry. Yeah. So. I mean, cause I'm a nice guy. That's, that's how I am. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's but 
just doing that, it, I learned how to be around people. Hanging okay. with the teachers, I learned how to be around others. So that's pretty much my profound moment, learning, growing up a little bit. The in-between, not necessarily the curriculum. Mm-hmm. Okay. Were there any points where you were thinking, you know what, maybe this isn't the district for, for me? Because I know it's a struggling district. A lot of people are like, eh, it's not the greatest for our kids. As a student that's experiencing it, what's what's your take on it? And don't worry, um, you're not going to hurt my feelings. <laughs> for me, I think it was just my senior year. That's pretty much it. Because okay. everything was cool, as in classes and everything like that. It was just towards the end of the year when it started getting towards prom and all that. Right. It's like, man... I would have had a way better time at another school, mm. but at the same time, this is my home. This is where I grew up at. I have no choice. If sure. I want to be somewhere where I truly know that I'm going to love it, might as well stay here. Sure. If you could, so you said other schools might be a better experience. You might have had a little more fun. What would you have liked to see at, at our school, for example, that would have made it a little bit better for you, especially in your last um, year, right? Well... I'm not going to say more dances because I don't dance, so there's no reason to. But if there were, like, dances or something like that, we should do more variety of music. I mean, okay. what did one they, variety. What did they play? Like, you're not, just you're mostly not... rap. Just mostly rap. Okay. You can't and bust it's... a beat to Fetty one. <laughs> no. <laughs> I made a joke about that. Like, I don't want to supervise prom because I don't want to see people twerking to Fetty Wap. And... <laughs> it's just not my thing. Yeah. Um, but you went to prom, though. You enjoyed it. You took a friend of yours or something, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Uh, where'd you guys go again? was where we had it okay 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 any teachers dance or is it just just students i didn't see any teachers dancing oh, that's a shame that's a shame they probably were just nervous right yeah probably <laughs> or just keep an eye on the students because they were so close <laughs> yeah there you go uh so if you had as as an urban education student and you made it to the finish line which is awesome and you're going to go on to college if you can give advice to a new teacher uh like a, maybe a young teacher or a teacher that's been here for a while uh, about teaching in an urban setting like Chicago, what would you say as a student? Because you have that inside perspective. In my case, I would say be a little lenient, but not too far. Because you go, if if you're too nice, they're going to take advantage of you. That's just how kids right. are. Right, yeah. But if you're nice, but don't let them step over you, they're going to respect that, mm-hmm. and they're going to listen. They may give you some problems every once in a while, but that's just kids. You, you know they're going to do that. Right. But if you work with them and let them know that you care, They'll eventually come around. That's astute, Jerry. If you could identify, like, maybe one thing in our school, without saying the name of the school, what's one thing that if you could improve it, what's, like, a step that you would take? Because staff members, we talk all the time about it, but we don't necessarily have the answer. Mm -hmm. So as someone that sees the ins and outs of, like, the hallways and classrooms and what students are going through each day, if you could pick one strategy to fix it. One thing I would get rid of is in school. Okay, in school? It does nothing. I mean, literally nothing. So what what typically happens? Because I know whenever we write up a student, they go to in school for a day or whatever, and sometimes they get work, sometimes they don't. But but that's my perspective. I never see it. What's it actually like? do any... Like, I've had in school once. I was going to say, I don't think I've I've ever seen you, not for anything. (laughs) The only reason I had it, because I was late to school. So that's not telling me. But my thing was... Yeah. My thing was, being in in school was actually fun. And it shouldn't be that. Because all we did was sat there, slept, then we woke up and talked to each other. There was no reason to be in there. So if we get rid of in school and we just give them out of school, eventually, you know, kids are going to get in trouble. Punishment, Mm. games taken. Eventually they'll learn, crap, I love my game. This ain't right. I'm going to do what I need to do. Sure. Do you think we should, because we we probably can't get rid of it, right? Because we can't just keep kicking kids out because that would hurt a number of things, including the kid themselves. 
True. What would you like to see if they could change in school? What would you like to see instead? A detention. Sorry, but I say the charter schools have that part down packed. Detention actually works sometimes. Okay. So what does that look like? Okay, let me put it this way. The school I came from before my well, my freshman year was um, what the detentions is. You went in there, you sat in there, you didn't talk to anybody. You talk, you got another detention. Okay. But when you have detention, you do your homework, you're quiet. Mm. They, some, every once in a while, depending on if you have it like on like Saturdays or something, mm. they'll make you, um, they'll make you have like, you'll have breakfast in the morning and then you'll stay for like a couple hours and then you'll leave. Okay. That's just how they get it. Back in the class or your schedule? Well, that depends. If you have it on Saturdays, then that's how it's going to work. If you have mm-hmm. it on regular days, then you'll just be there pretty much until like halfway into the period and then they'll send you back hmm. to us. How do you think students at our school would adapt to that? If Let's say we did that next year. <laughs> they would probably start recognizing that's not what they like. Okay. And, and then some of them might start ditching. More time they ditch, yeah. more in school they get or detention in that case. Sure. Well, Jerry, I'm excited to see where you go next. I hope you, I mean, you've got my, my school email so you can keep in touch, but mm-hmm. let me know what's going on. Is there anything else that you wanted to like say about your experience, either living on the South side or any profound moments or anything well, that you want to get out before we, we end this? I guess I can say one more thing about just living on <laughs> yeah. the South side. Go ahead. Your interview. Well, on the South side, it's more like for me, I've always had a pretty bad time hanging out with people because you know, I went to predominantly black school for grade schools and all that. Mm-hmm. So it's like being light-skinned, people tried to make fun of that and stuff like that. So I'm like, okay, whatever. That's why I started becoming nicer. Okay. Once you become nicer, people start to like you. You start being cooler with everyone. You may not be a people person, but then people start seeing you as that. So just saying that out loud, if somebody hears that, you should probably take that to heart. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah, absolutely. No, that's good advice. All right, well, Jerry, I appreciate it. Do you have any questions for me, though, before I hit uh, hit stop? Uh, I have one. It's about the classes. Okay, because you can think of this as if you want to ask an honest question, because you won't be my student in a couple of days. So if you have a question that you've been dying to know, <laughs> I'll try to do my best to be 100% honest with you. Okay, with all of your students, which class is your favorite class? Sorry, I have to ask this. <laughs> I have to ask this. Everyone wants to know. I'll be, I'll be 100% honest. I truly don't have a favorite, but... I can tell you which class is the easiest to get content to, and that would be my fourth period class. I don't dislike any other classes. They all have their own, like the classes that you're in, for example, Mm -hmm. they can engage on a deeper level than other classes. Just a little talkative, but I don't take it personal or anything like that. That that makes a lot more (laughs) sense. Yeah. A lot yeah. of teachers are like, yeah, I love this class or that class. (laughs) And you know, sometimes that is the case, but I try to, especially because I'm not cynical yet. It's my first year. I can kind of separate and say, Nah, they're all great. <laughs> well, that makes sense. That's that's good. That's probably the question all students are dying to ask, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Nice. All right. Well, Jerry, thank you again. I appreciate it. Thank you, sir. All right. So that was the first of three conversations I had with seniors, with students of mine. Uh, so Jerry, I had in two classes. He is very well liked. I love that he touched on, you know, senioritis. When he talked about the prom music, that wasn't quite where I wanted the conversation to go. I was more thinking about things we could change in the school, not just with prom, things like that. But to respect his time, I just took the answer and moved forward. Not too big a deal. was kind of fun. At the very end there, he asked me which was my favorite class. You know, I think I was pretty honest with him about that. But it was kind of cool. The biggest takeaway that I saw 
in terms of what Jerry learned from his teachers, including a friend of mine that I went to uh, grad school with, who may be on this podcast in the future, is that it was talking to teachers and learning those social skills, uh, that social that socialization key for him. So Jerry, I saw him obviously on graduation just a day or two after uh, that recording took place. Went up on stage. He was smiling. He, he waved over at me. I was on the stage a little bit behind the principal. It was a great moment. His family was there. And at the very end, I was, I was very touched because uh, his mother and father came up to me uh, outside of the school and said, hey, we'd love to get a picture, a picture of you and Jerry together. I had been in communication with uh, Jerry's mother over the year, just kind of keeping her up to date, letting her know things that we're going to try. And it was a nice moment to see the finish line for a student and for a family that I have worked with for only a year. So I can only imagine moving forward, having those interactions and then seeing the results of those interactions and that hard work pay off. The part about being lenient but not too lenient. There's another student that I actually, I had them do a a Google form, my seniors, with, you know, I think like 15 questions. And one of those students was talking about me specifically. I asked them, what advice would you give uh, an incoming student that's about to have me as a teacher? And hers was, do not mistake his kindness for weakness. And I think that really played into what Jerry was saying about be lenient, but not too much, because that's when students can start to take advantage of you. So I hope this first interview, this first conversation with a student uh, is helpful to you, either as a current teacher, upcoming teacher, whatever it may be. I had a great time you know, chatting with them. I think they all had a fun time having a microphone in front of them. I don't think they expected it initially. I kind of had to say, all right, don't freak out. <laughs> but uh, it, came out, uh, it came out pretty good next week, you're going to hear from Barbara, another student of mine that graduated. It's a little bit shorter of an interview, but it was just as profound to me. I think it flowed so well that by the time it was done, I looked up and I was like, oh, wow, we're only at, uh, I don't remember the time mark, but it wasn't quite as long because it just was, you know, real snappy. It was great. So again, check out hashtag teacher pods, check out hashtag two pods a day, where you can listen to other great podcasts around the world. A lot of different genres, a lot of great things to listen to, and a lot of people doing really great work. Make sure you rate and review Classroom Brew in iTunes, Stitcher, whatever you're listening to us on. Subscribe if you haven't. Spread the word. That's the biggest thing. Pretty excited because I got my AP conference in Plainfield coming up. I might be passing out the Classroom Brew business cards. And then a few weeks later, almost a month later, actually, I'll be in Houston for that AP conference. So thank you again for listening. Spread the word. Do good. Have a good summer hear from you next week. And as always, class dismissed.